Hey everybody, welcome to episode 101 of the PGAJ Show. Um, didn't actually intend to do an episode tonight, but I got asked a really good question and I wanted to, um, rather than answer it one off, I figured I would answer the question here uh, so that all of you could hear the answer as well because I think it's uh, applicable with a lot of people graduating, um, but I want to answer the question in a couple of different ways that... Uh, you know, applies to everybody. And that is, uh, the question was, uh, any advice for a newly elected PGA member? And I didn't get my class A until uh, my 30s. Um, so it was a different time in my career when I got it. But the thing that I can tell everybody is if you have not been and you have your class A is to go to Augusta National, uh, Oh, during, go during the Masters, because <laughs> you just show up and say, Jay said, this is what I should come and do with my Class A is come play Augusta. That's not how it works. But you do get to go to the tournament, uh, which is uh, an amazing experience. Uh, you get a free ticket for yourself um, any day, practice round, tournament round, um, and, and it's free if you're a Class A member. And I know I have an international audience as well. And I think that also applies to some of the international PGA certifications also. Um, so, so look into that, check with your local section or region or however that works. Um, and I camp every year just cause it's, it's about a 45 minute to an hour drive to Mistletoe State Park. Um, I like the experience of being outside. I've done both. I've stayed in a hotel in Augusta, um, stayed at a rented house. Um, with some friends, done a lot of the experience different ways. And I actually, I think I prefer the camping experience as long as the weather's nice. Last year it rained, it was kind of a pain, but still just kind of being outside for the whole kind of few days you're there, I think it just added to it. Um, plus it's extremely cost effective if you're within driving distance. It's like $30 a night for a campsite, throw up a tent, campsites are great. Um, and I don't know, I just thought it was a really cool part of the experience and still do. Um, that's what I'll be doing again this year. If you see the last post, one of the last posts on my Instagram was um, actually a picture of the site um, for this year. Um, beautiful lakefront. Anyway, it's just it's just a it's a really really cool spot and extremely cost effective if you're driving. Um, so take advantage of that. But even if it's a seven or eight hour drive, I mean it's just so worth it to be able to do that. Um, so I know the logistics of camping and flying in and camping. Um, can be a little bit challenging, but um, I, I just think it's just an amazing experience that uh, you should take advantage of. If you if you have the opportunity to get out there, you should, should make it a priority to just get even away for a couple of days. Um, I don't even want to talk about the experience that much because it's just one of those things you have to do for yourself. Um, so that is my advice for any PGA member, if you didn't know that, um, that you get to do that, which is an amazing benefit um, of being a PGA member. So that's my first piece of advice, and then the second would be, you know, if you're if you're just starting out in your career, you know, what what um, what are some, what's some advice that I can give, and um, I th I would say that the best piece of advice that I can give you is when you when you um, you want to, of course, you know, take an opportunity that's going to give you a chance to learn some things, be exposed to a lot of different things, kind of start to figure out what you want to do, what direction things you're good at, what you like, what you don't like in the industry. Um, and sometimes that is possible and sometimes it's not. Sometimes you think it is and it doesn't turn out to be the right, uh, doesn't turn out to be all that it was cracked up to be or whatever it is. But I think the one consistent thing is look for the white space and 
kind of the path of least resistance to more responsibility. So it's kind of weird to say that like you're getting into the business and I say that, well, you know, on one side, try to learn as much as you can by having as many different experiences, but that's not always the case. Cause you're like, Oh, I really want to think, I think I want to teach, but they're, they're, you're, the club's already loaded up on teachers and yeah, they'll let you kind of sit back and hang out, but they're really reluctant to even let you teach. Maybe you get to do some junior camps and things like that, but they're really a little bit more reluctant to give you that experience than you want. And even though you know you want to go that direction, there could be something else. Uh, maybe the club doesn't have a merchandiser. Um, so, you know, the merchandise in the golf shop is kind of just dusty and just doesn't look great. It doesn't get reorganized often. And even though you don't necessarily have the desire, at least think you don't have the desire to be a merchandiser, um, you can do those things and you can maybe changing the displays up increases the sales and you can start to kind of record those increases in sales and um, you can and then put that on your resume of like I managed the golf shop uh, displays and um, other this, that and the other thing of, of, of the golf shop and then this result happened. Um, and maybe it's the golf carts are in terrible repair and there's no maintenance schedule or anything like that. So maybe creating a maintenance schedule and asking for four or five hours a week to maintain the golf carts and make sure they're full of water and tire pressures are right and all those kinds of things. Um, they may not be the glamorous things, but they may be the things that, um, the head golf professional or the first assistant or whoever you kind of directly report to that. Those are the things that they will gladly give you full responsibility of. <laughs> like those are things that it's like, yeah, here's how you fill up a golf cart with water. Make sure you do that to all 40 of these. And then they'll just leave you alone to kind of do it how you want to do it. Um, uh, in a lot of cases, um, as opposed to kind of things that have more impact initially, they'll want to micromanage more. Um, so you kind of gain two things there. You you get to do more stuff, even though it's not ideally what you initially think that you want to do. Um, but you also um, get a lot more autonomy to do it in the way that you want to, which then means, you know, you can put things on your resume like, you know, um, created and maintained um, cart maintenance procedures and then start tracking. Think of all these things. Think of all the improvements that you're making and think of what's a before and after. Um, how many carts are currently broken down? How many how many dead carts do we have to go get on the weekends? Kind of just jot those things down so that after you do your maintenance things, you can say we went from going from six carts down on the weekends to having no carts go down on the weekends after implementing my program for a month or whatever. Like, you can start to really, you can start to build your resume with those things. So I think that that's my advice is kind of look around when you get to a facility, obviously take advantage of the things that you want to do and where the opportunities are of things that you think you're interested in, but there's a ton of other things that aren't being done at a facility that you, with zero um, convincing of anybody, um, for the most part, you'll get that responsibility because nobody else wants to do it, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, instead of sitting around waiting for somebody to tell you to do it, just do it and be good at it. Cause then that then leads to the next thing and kind of what I've talked about in the, in the past about, you know, job crafting and slowly eliminating the things that you don't like to do. Um, you kind of, that first step is just doing as much as you can um, and finding the things that other people aren't doing uh, because that's, 
typically the least friction to getting more responsibility. So that's my advice for somebody just starting out in the business. Um, I hope that that's helpful. Um, if you have any questions on masters um, and doing that, I will talk about that for a long time. Um, but I won't talk about it anymore. <laughs> but thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed the show. I'll talk to you soon.